Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following is paid commercial programming. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. <laughs> Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. All aboard! <laughs> You're on the crazy train. With the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Well, welcome back to the second hour of power with Danny Bush and me, Tommy the True Newbauer. We come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. And if you want to get in contact with us, just give us a buzz at 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250. Special in-studio guest today is Lori Scherf. She's an outdoors lady who does just about everything in the outdoors when it comes to fishing and hunting. And, uh, uh, oh, Greg, can you see what the spread is for the Wisconsin game today? The the reason I need the spread for the Wisconsin game when we do our NFL football picking contest after the 715 break is because I'm going to call, I got to call the no name bookie and get my tip. See, I called him last (laughs) week before the show, and, and he told me to take Wisconsin. Yeah, see, so I'm going to call him this week. All right, whatever. But so, see, and we he couldn't be on the he couldn't be on the show last week. I had to call him a day ahead of time. He couldn't be on the show because I think he was. You know, I told him. You know, you, you've heard of offshore betting, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the no name book he is drilling. Well, he's not a real the environmentalist. Well, he's Don't not, like it. Yeah, he's not real bright. Sometime oh, he figured yeah. he'd start this oh. offshore betting, so he Two went to the, so he goes to the Cayman <laughs> Islands. He he thought he had to go there. To do the betting. And I said, no, you don't have to go there. You do it on your computer. Oh, that's how it works. He said, well, I had a nice time. I got a tan. So, you know, I mean, sometimes a no-name bookie, you know, he's good at the that that's other stuff. But when it comes to, like, logical thinking, I, sometimes, I don't know. But anyway, Greg. We, we have Rich from Florence. Wants to talk to uh, Bushy. All right. Hey, hey, good morning, Rich. What's up, morning, Rich? Bushy. Hey. Yeah, I just heard you talking about having that smoked uh, shaved venison and uh... – I just had some done last year at a, a meat shop in Armstrong Creek, Wisconsin. That's Millen's Meat, and they smoke the whole hindquarters and then shave them and uh, package them in like one-pound packs. And man, is it good! That's exactly like just like you were talking about. That's exactly what my dad used to get done going back. 30 years ago in Green Bay at a little place down the street from me called Beebles. And that's exactly how they do it and package it. And it is great. 
I mean, oh, it's awesome. And it's you, almost like a smoked pastrami or something. It's really good. Yeah, and you can it lasts forever too. I mean, he can throw a bunch of it in the in the freezer. I remember. Oh, yeah, they vacuum seal it. <laughs> Last year was the first time I got it, and man, I just love it. I definitely know I'm gonna be taking some back this year. That's for sure. Throw it in a frying pan and then make yourself a DRL teeth with bacon and mayo, <laughs> and it's it's like a bacon. Yeah. It, dude, it's like a bacon yeah. substitute. Oh, you guys gotta yeah. stop talking about food, yeah. man. I didn't yeah, eat I breakfast. <laughs> All right. Hey, thanks yeah. for calling, Rich. Appreciate it. Yeah, I hope you get one so you can get some more smoke this year. Yeah. Oh, I will. Okay. Thanks. All right. Take care, man. All right. So what? what is that spread, Greg? You got it up there? No, I don't have it yet. It's not there. Oh, okay. All right. I thought you were looking. Well, you talk about the spread over no, here. We're, okay, we're, <laughs> we're we were talking. No, we were going to talk about that early season uh, ice, ice fishing. Yeah. Over in the kettle on Nagawicka, mm-hmm. let's say if you're, well, if you're coming in from the creek. Right. You stay to the right. And mm-hmm. just they got these docks there, or yep. were they yep. okay? Yep. And just on the other side of those dark docks, there's a really nice weed line that's yep. got a little uh, inside turn to yep. it. I would say it's probably a good 12, 15 feet or so, right mm-hmm. on that edge. And we we all when I used to go there because that's a hike. To get it is, back there. It's, and to haul your little sled, yeah, you know, we we pack you. light. I mean, yeah. it's it's a workout. But that spot we always did good there. Oh yeah, that's always that's the good, good, good spot out there. Or you can just go out in the middle and we start drilling holes, you know, yeah, and take the vexlar. Right. You know, my husband will go. You know, a lot of times we're just taking a hand auger. We mm-hmm. won't even trek. Oh, early with... ice, yeah. That's all you need. Yeah. You need a good laser, and that's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, keep those blades sharp and just walk around and just start. Drilling holes and following and, you know, just looking for those schools and suspended mm-hmm. crappies. I mean, we've gotten some really nice crappies yeah. out of there. You know, for, for people who do use the hand augers, uh, as long as you don't go banging them, trying to pop open old holes with them, right. banging them on a wood floor, whatever, as long as you use that plastic uh, cover and you take care of them, do you oh, realize— for a long time. I never had my blades sharp. Now, I, I haven't gone ice fishing in several years, right? But right. my sons still go, okay? And they used my auger, the laser. I got that auger back in, I don't know, 93 or 94. Mm-hmm. I have never had the blade sharpened. I think we've only never. changed our blades once yeah. in 20 years. If you I take mean, care of them, the awesome. they change mine last. every week. No, they laugh. <laughs> they did. They They'd really start do. Well, going sideways you and you it. had to leave. Yeah. You had it right. <laughs> You're right. No, I use a weed eater for that. But you had to like, you had to, and and uh, what happens is I'd fish too shallow, and then I'd go down and I'd it'd pop through the hole in the hop, pop through the ice, go through two inches of water column, yeah. and get into the sand. Right. Yeah. That wrecks okay. it. Yeah. That, that would wreck it. I yeah, hit yeah. bottom and wreck it. And oh, you got to be careful. Uh, yeah. Got to be careful. Yep. But yeah. yeah, the ice fishing thing is that's I I absolutely love ice fishing, mm-hmm. and as it's so much fun, and you know. Getting out there, like I said, we'll do uh, hopefully Mendota this year. We didn't get a chance to get out there last year because the ice was just real iffy mm-hmm. out there. And you have to have flotations on your wheelers and or yeah. snowmobiles. Right. Um, it's a nice thing out now that they have the Nautilus system yeah, uh, right. for your wheelers. We don't have that yet, but uh, we have flotations that we've bought out at DNS Bait Shop in Madison. Sure. Um, and, you know, they're approved. So mm-hmm. you have to get them all approved and everything mm-hmm. through the Madison or Dane County Sheriff yeah. and get your stickers every you every know, three years, I believe. You know, there's tons of ice jigs out there. Ugh. I mean, all different yeah. kinds, the lead, the titanium, and all shapes, sizes, colors, whatever. Last year at Sherpers, what I put in in my ice fishing department, I leave it out all summer long, too. Mm-hmm. I, I put in these little, little roundhead jigs from 100th ounce, 180th, 164th, 132nd. Wow. But I'll tell you, those the little roundhead ice jigs, they're 
pretty inexpensive mm-hmm. compared to ice jigs. Oh, yeah. They're really inexpensive. And you know what? They work great. Wow. They work great. They're just little round head painted, round okay. head jigs. And so you can get a lot of different sizes, mm-hmm. but you're not paying like two and a half bucks for or one. what for one, <laughs> or or maybe you get a, a two pack for right. two ninety nine or something. You know, here you can get like ten jigs for two ninety nine. Wow! And but but they're they're perfect for ice fishing. Oh yeah. But the funny thing was, I thought I was just getting them for ice fishing, and I found a spot for them by the other jigs. You know, for summer, I so I left them out. Sold a lot in the summertime for pan fishermen that just wanted a little jig, like a one sixty fourth or one eightieth ounce jig that they put just a little waxy on it. Mm-hmm. And, Boom. They oh, got yeah, it, it so works great. It, it does. Yeah. It's multi purpose. Yeah. Who do you got on the uh, line? We have Dave from New Berlin. Okay. Hey, good morning, Dave. Good morning. I have a question on repairing um, sleds. I have a clam um, pullover sled, and it has a hole in the bottom of it, and I can't uh, find anything to repair that with. Now, is that you're talking about that heavy plastic thing? That's, yeah. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, oh to, boy! How about that Flex Seal you know, stuff yeah. they advertise yeah. for boats? I was just thinking, did you see, ever see those ads for Flex Seal? Does that work? I bet you that would. You can saw a boat in half and put it together with this stuff. I've tried like Gorilla Tape and that, but no, Gorilla Tape ain't gonna do it because that's gonna wear through like duct tape, you know? Right. Exactly. That'll and wear through. Yeah. You know, on the ice and that, the ice is really tough. Or sometimes you have to drag it across the cement or the asphalt and yeah. Um, I, you know, it, it's almost like you need something melted in there, but no, I don't know of any I, place that we're in. I'm telling you that, that flex seal, the, not, not the tape, but they, they got it in, uh, uh, it, it, it's almost like a putty almost. And you if know? you order now, you'll get some steak knives oh, I hear. <laughs> but no, but I think if you, if you put a, uh, uh, put something on, let's say put your gorilla tape down on the bottom of it first right. and then fill that hole or whatever it is, fill it with that flex seal, the, the putty type stuff, you know, it's a, like, it, it's a thicky, a thicker goo like stuff. Okay. And then fill that hole with it, let it dry, and then you know let the gorilla tape fall off or the duct tape, whatever. So what if it wears off? But that stuff I hear is really tough. I use it on, I used it on my gutters, uh-huh. and and it works great. Yeah. Well, I'm wondering I, if it's something like a bed liner, you know, they'll spray in bed liners. Yeah, that's what that the stuff the is stuff. like. It's like a sp- yeah. Well, that's what those bottoms mm-hmm. are. They're like mm-hmm. spray bed liners. I yeah. would leave the hole in there though, because when you get the snow and you take it inside, <laughs> when it you melts, drain. it'll drain, and your stuff won't get all rusty. In there you go. Yeah, and the problem is though, it keeps filling with snow as I pull it along. Oh yeah, yeah you're yeah, right. Yeah, I forgot. Not, I forgot about that yeah, factor. That's not good. But seriously, try that other stuff. You know, you can yeah. go to one of the local uh, box stores. You know, Menards or whoever, they carry that stuff. You know, sure. and I would, tr- I, that, I would. That's a very good try. I'll I give would it a try shot. it. All right, and hey, and let us know if it works. All right, we'll do it. Thanks, guys. All right, thanks. Bye now. Bye. If anybody else wants to call, need help, uh, furnace advice, how to fix uh, <laughs> air conditioners. <laughs> Me and Tom, we know everything. Oh yeah, yeah. we're we're on top Mister, of it. Mister, Mister, fix it, Tom. Well, there. I did. Uh, I had to do something. You can put year. a TV stand. In it. <laughs> yeah. And I'll Without tell you extra what. Parts. <laughs> Yeah, that was something. But anyway, um, um, oh, I, here's something interesting. Years ago when I was on another radio station with an outdoor show, one of my producers, Jolene Kraft, she was with me for quite a while, Not one really nice young lady, very smart. Well, she uh, moved down to, she was running two radio stations down in Tallahassee, Florida, uh, got married, and then she moved to uh, Sacramento, California, and she now she's uh, like, uh, she runs these uh, 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 
what do you call the guys that fix stuff out? The engineers. She she runs the engineers for 900 religious stations or whatever. So there's 30 engineers, and she also was running the same stations in Tallahassee via computer from Sacramento, but she stopped finally doing that. Well, anyway, uh, I haven't seen her in I don't know, six, seven years. Well, her mom isn't doing so well, so she came into town to visit her parents, and she called me and, hey, what are you doing? I said, whoa, you're in town. Come on over, you know. <laughs> I could not believe it. She's a talker, too. Yeah. And... She got over to my house at quarter after nine in the morning, didn't leave till 10 to three. And all, and I made her breakfast, of course. <laughs> and then we sat there and talked about, you know, just catching up with everything that's going on in everything life and in whatever. Everything in life, the world. And it was like, wow. I couldn't believe how fast the time flew mm -hmm. when you haven't seen an old friend in a long time, you know. So that was really nice. So if Jolene podcasts, and people, I, I got to remind people that they can podcast this show. So if they miss anything during the show, or let's say they can't hear it one Saturday, they they can just go to uh, one hundred five seven FM the fan dot com. Right, go there. Go to Cutting Edge Outdoors on Demand. Yep, and just click on it, and you can get the first hour and second hour and whatever. And yep, they can do it any. All, that's how my my son listens to us. He listens to us on Monday. Oh yeah, it's also <laughs> it's also on iTunes. Oh, it is? It is. iTunes? How yep. do you get on iTunes? What's um, iTunes? I'm not even going to explain it to you. You no. can't even get I, don't, don't, Yeah, don't explain it to me. I, I don't have no talk clue. About, talk about peeing in the wind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just no forget it, Greg. Clue. If you have a smartphone, <laughs> if you have a smartphone, you can also download the 1057 FM The Fan app. Speak and you can listen to it on there as well. Do you have to buy that app? Nope, it's free. That's a free app. It's a free app. Because otherwise, you got to pay for apps, right? Some you Sometime. do. What Not does what does the word app stand for? Applications. Applications. Okay. Now that we're talking about it, <laughs> oh god, I want to say, hey, mom, because she should be listening oh, up good. in Oshkosh, up in Evergreen. Hello, Mrs. Where Bush. She's staying. <laughs> At least I set it up. I set it up. I got a Google Chromebook, and I went right to the station and clicked on Listen. And turn the volume up, and then you just close the lid, and then all you got to do is just lift the lid of the Chromebook, and it goes right to yeah, playing again. Right cool. So unless they screwed it up up there, she should be, <laughs> I told them, in the morning, right next to her bedstand, open it up yeah. so she can hear, hear us talking. So... Yeah, we got a girl in the studio, Mom, but I didn't get married or nothing. <laughs> Don't worry. Even though you told me a while ago it's okay. Yeah. yeah. It took me 59 years. She gave me the green light. <laughs> well, with that green light. That Don't gives, expect any yeah. grandkids, though. Yeah, no. Th that no. gives us the green light to go to a break, and we need a contestant for the NFL football picking contest brought to you by Curly's Waterfront Pub on Pewaukee Lake. Just kitty corner or catty corner, depending on how you want to say it. No, it's kitty corner. Yeah, you live in Wisconsin. I know. It, I know. Uh, from Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle Shop. So uh, you can always, all, you can always uh, Google uh, Curly's Waterfront Pub to get all the information on all the things that they do on uh, Badger Saturday and Packers Sunday. Of course, there won't be any Packers Sunday this week, but that's okay. They still got great food and great drinks and great people. So you can still go out to Curly's Waterfront Pub. Anyway, we need a contestant, 799 1250. We'll be right back with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. It is now time, folks, for the coveted prize of a $10 gift certificate to Curly's Waterfront Pub by playing the NFL football picking contest here on the Cutting Edge Outdoors. 
All you got to do is tie us or beat us, any one of us three, and uh, you will win that prize. So, Greg, take it over. All right. We'll go over to last week's records and scores. Uh, Wisconsin covered the spread with a late (laughs) field goal with 32 seconds left, which was not needed. No. Oh, yeah. You said they weren't going to cover. I said they weren't going to cover, and they should not have covered. On the other hand. We knew what was happening yeah. all so, along. So Wisconsin beat the spread. Uh, Minnesota beat their spread. Chicago uh, beat their spread big time. I could not believe it. And New Orleans beat their spread. So uh, <laughs> last week, Tom went one in what, three. One in three. God. <laughs> winning that Wisconsin game and not doing so well in the NFL. Uh. Bushy went 4-0. Oh. Wow. Wow. Woo, baby, I'm on a roll. Woo. Tom's Woo. record for the season is 12 and 17. Bushy's is 14 and 15. Wow. I went 2 and 2. I am 4 and 14 and 15 on the year and our caller went 2 and 2 as well. The callers are now 13 and 16 on the year. God, the callers are beating me. They are. <laughs> so this week we'll start in the college ranks. Who do we got? We have Wisconsin. No, I mean, who do we got for our contestant? Oh, Nick. Nick. Are you there? Oh, wait, wait, we're putting you on the line right now, Nick. Good morning. Hey, good morning, morning, guys. Are you up on your football picking stuff? Um, I can be. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't be, I guess. We All also right. we also have a special guest picker this week, so you oh. have many chances to yeah. win. Yeah, we'll see how Lori does. Oh, I suck at this. <laughs> no, that's fine. Yeah, we'll see. How All right, we're going to start in the college ranks. Wisconsin is at Illinois. Wisconsin, Wisconsin is giving 27. Nick, what you got? Oh, I got Wisconsin. They're going to be even worse than that. They'll win by at least 35. So. All right, Lori. I'm picking Wisconsin. Mm. All right, Tom. Yeah. Would you guys all talk to the no-name bookie? Of course. That's what he that. told me. He said, yeah. take Wisconsin. Yeah, I got Wisconsin. All right, Bushy. Yeah. The, uh, doing that bet offshore, too. No, he's back. Okay. He's back. Um, I told him all about that. I'll go with Wisconsin. I'm going with Illinois. Oh, Whatever. Mr. Oh, Difficult over there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because Wisconsin, no matter what bitter. I pick, you're Wisconsin you screws me every week. single week. Yeah. Just no matter what you pick. They're the only one. Do. They're the only team that every week. Cut off your all nose right. to spite your face. Next game is Minnesota at Cleveland. This is a early game, a 9-30, 8-30 game. Oh, really? On Sunday, yeah. I think they're in London or oh, Mexico okay. or somewhere. Yeah. I don't know where yeah. they're playing anymore. Okay. Anyways, Minnesota is giving Cleveland nine and a half. Who do you have? Uh, I got Minnesota Garrett's out, so that's their key cog in defense. So, yeah, Minnesota. Look at that. He said he doesn't know anything. Yeah, Lori. Right. Yeah. I'm going to go with Cleveland. Cleveland. Listen, he's got spreadsheets all over Bushy. the table in front of him. and Bushy, who you got? <laughs> Minnesota, Cleveland. Minnesota's giving nine and a half. I'll take Minnesota. There you go. Tom? Uh, I, yeah. Just to be opposite, I'm going to go Cleveland. All right, and I'm going to go Minnesota because Cleveland is junk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, next game, Chicago is at New Orleans. New Orleans is giving nine and a half. Nick, who you got? Oh, um... Uh, let's go New Orleans. All right, Lori. Chicago. We'll go to Tom on this one. 
Uh, you know what? I'm going to go against the green, too. I'm going to go Chicago. I'm going to take those points. Bushy? Chicago, bang, bang. <laughs> I'm also going to go with the Bears. They got a good defense. The Bears. They got a good defense. Their offense. You know what? No, I'm changing. I'm going to New Orleans. They have no offense whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> Mitchell Trubisky completed four passes yeah. for 13 yards. You just yards don't like him because he's Polish. You're, you're, yeah. you're I'm Polish. <laughs> yeah. oh. Well, that's why I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. well, I just can see that. Mickey's not <laughs> like him even more. I'm sorry to hear that, buddy. <laughs> Pittsburgh is at Detroit. Detroit is getting two and a half. I got Nick, Pitt. Pitt? Yeah, I'll take Pitt. All right, Lori. Uh, what were my options again? I wasn't listening. Uh, I Pittsburgh is at Detroit. <laughs> Detroit is getting two and a half. Oh, God. Pittsburgh. All right. Well, Bushy. Pittsburgh or Detroit? Do you remember when Mike Ditka got in trouble because he was talking about, what's his name, the tight end for uh, uh, the uh, uh, New England? And he said, oh, they're good. They got the big Polak. (laughs) He got in trouble (laughs) for that. Did he really? Yeah, he did. Oh, yeah. 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 So I love it. Anyway, who are we talking about now? Uh, <laughs> Pittsburgh's at Detroit. Detroit is getting two and a half. I'll go with Detroit. All right, uh, Tom. I'm going to go with Pittsburgh. And I'm going to go with Detroit. Boy, we're all over the board all today. Over. Yeah. I'm going to be 4-0 and again, which means my record will be up to 18 and 15. We have five games. Oh, yeah. never mind. I'll be at 19 and 15. No, no, we have four games. I'm just messing Did we just yeah. pick five? <laughs> yeah, no, no, we have four. No. Four. Well, Nick, Hello? good I'm luck. I'm here. Are we done? Yeah, we're yeah, done, I'm Nick. Right. Thank you. Hey, I got a question. I've been with you guys for years, and we just got a puck. Do you guys have any, uh, like, trainers' recommendations? I've been meaning to call for the last two months. I just finally got the nerve to call today. So. Google the name Tom Wait. W-A-I-T. There might be an E at the end. I'm not sure. Tom Wait. All right. Hey, thank you very much. You guys have a good rest of your weekend. All right. Yeah, you right. Too. Good luck too, with Nick. the dog. Thanks. Good luck. Bye now. All right. Bye. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. I think that Rover, Lori and Lori and Tom have all the same picks. Really? Cheater. No, you copied me. You copied me. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, we'll. You know, I didn't even ask. I I, I should ask. I should have asked the no name bookie on all the other ones too. But I didn't want to take up too much of his valuable time. He ought to start charging. That's cheating. Is that cheating? Yes, that's cheating. You're, Why he, would that be he's cheating? He's a professional. We're amateurs, Tom. <laughs> so am I. I need the help. Yeah, clearly by I'm your record, behind. you're an amateur. I'm way behind. I need the help. We he do is a... way behind. He has a flip phone yet. Weren't Come we, on. Weren't yeah. we going to do a horse bet? <laughs> Me and you. Well, no Name said something was coming. Probably came and passed oh, already. Should we I call gonna, a No Name We were going to do another Something tri- about the Breeders' Cup. The Breeders' Cup. Isn't that already taking place? It's too late. Yeah, it's too late. I'm calling a no-name bookie right now. All right, well, I guess we're missed going to break. the deadline just like I missed the bear <laughs> no, permit no, deadline you, you and the turkey no, no. permit deadline You, you guys go ahead year. and talk. I'll call the no-name bookie and find out what's we gotta going on. we got to go to the Breeders' right? Cup. Do we? The Breeders' Cup was already. Yeah. Was it? No. I'll no, go to no, anything. November as long as we 3rd don't and 4th. have to listen to this music okay, anymore. Weekend. November 3rd and 4th. Yeah, with the Packers, the frozen tundra Lambeau Field isn't doing so well right now. Hey, No Name, can we call you on the hotline after the 7.30 break and get some updates on the Breeders' Cup?
Yeah, I know that's next Saturday. So, so we Lori, get what do you think about input, ice fishing okay? this year? Where do you think it's going to be better? <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to be ice fishing hopefully oh, in December. Okay. We'll, December we'll yeah. already? Is, yeah. What's we said? The Farmers Almanac though is not for it, it, mild winter, right, Greg? Yes, the Farmers Almanac had a very mild winter. Cutting edge outdoors research staff. We did. I saw into snow this. yesterday. A couple of flakes flying around at work. I'm like, no. This, what this does that mean be. for the rest of winter? Uh, I don't know. Hey, guys. That means nothing. We It's supposed to be a very warm, mild winter. There's supposed to be above average precipitation in October, November, and possibly March, but other than that, it's supposed to be below average. Supposed to be. Supposed to be. Yeah, yeah but these weathermen okay. don't know Jack. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. And they don't know Sally or Sue or Jill, you know, <laughs> any of them. Hey, okay, I talked to the no-name bookie, and he said, like you guys said, mm-hmm. Breeders' Cup is next week. He said so. He'll talk to us Saturday morning, okay, and tell us. But after the show, all we got to do is tell him who we want to do our bets with, and he'll take care of it. Okay. Can I bring my he'll, illegal, he'll illegal cash with me for this well, illegal thing that we're doing? At, you don't have to wait until the end. You know, because you'll either owe or win. Who do you got? We have Tyrell from Milwaukee. Wants to talk to you, Tom. Oh, right. good morning, Tyrell. How you doing? Finally, someone hey, wants Tommy, to talk. Tommy, what's up, man? I, I just wanted to see. I, I heard. I heard of somebody's birthday up in there. Yeah, oh yeah. Somebody's birth. I'm officially an old fart. Ah, uh, no, not you, Tommy. Yeah. I just wanted to wish you a happy birthday. How old hey, is he, Tyrell? Thank How you. How old are you? I'm 65 yeah. today. In 65. case you were wondering, I remember my grandpa died oh, at 65. Oh, I thought you were talking to me. <laughs> that <laughs> no. used to be people, oh, people no. would be dead. <laughs> they were asking me how old I am today. Yeah. How old is you? 65. Big shit. Hot damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You know, Tyrell. Yeah, he's gone. Ty- Tyrell, he's gone. I'm amazed I made it this long. <laughs> If it wasn't for a good woman behind me, I, I oh, wouldn't whatever. be anywhere around here. suck up stuff I, again, I, as yeah. usual. Well, she don't listen to the show. She has never listened. She's just like John's wife, Loie. Never. Yeah. Never never has listened to the show. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, I know. I come wife... back home. I go back to the place. She goes, hi, Dan. How was the show today? Oh, it was good, Loie. Oh, that's nice. That's it. That's all yeah. we ever got. Wow. I know. I was on a different Probably radio. Probably a good thing for John's sake. Back yeah. in the day. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 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 But he was in, in enough trouble all the time yeah. it was i was on a different radio station for like 16 years i've been with you guys for like nine years or something like that and my wife has never heard one show and and i asked her how come you don't listen because sometimes she's up early right mm-hmm. and she says i hear you during the week i don't need to hear <laughs> she any more need to hear you, you the <laughs> yeah. whole weekend yeah exactly she don't need i don't need any here anymore so well. anyway but yeah but no it's she's, true if it wasn't she's for her, proud of you anyway tom well, she, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't letters. I was up on the roof the other day. You'd think she would have given me an attaboy for that. <laughs> I had to take care of some shingles. Well, maybe she. I didn't get no attaboy. Cooked you a cake. <laughs> Speaking of shingles, have you gotten that yet? No, it's coming up. Oh, it's coming, it's coming up. up. Yep. Any no. day now. We got, I gotta go we got, get the shot hey, myself. We, we I got, had chicken pox as a kid. Yeah. Mom thought it was yep. funny. She's yeah. got a picture of me three yeah. standing there polka with dots. polka dots <laughs> all over. Isn't that cute? Look at <laughs> this little guy with chicken pox. No, my wife and I got the shots two years ago, I think. The vaccination. Walgreens right. yeah, we has got a them. sign. Yeah, we got them. I asked my doctor a couple years ago, he said most insurance wouldn't cover it till you turn sixty. Oh, I don't know about that. Well they have I don't know about medical professionals, it changes all the time. At first when you were young. They wanted you to have chicken pox to get it over and done yeah, with so you right. didn't get it later on in life. Right. Because yeah. it can be serious for guys serious, when they're older. But then right. they realize, oh, you can get shingles now. It carries the same thing as chicken pox. So now they don't want you to have chicken pox when you're a kid, and it's 
Yeah. They have no they got that. Well, got I'll tell you CWD, what they CWD, they got everything in this world now. I'll tell you what they do want. To go to a break. Okay. They and go I want to talk break. about CWD when we come back. I All did right. get some okay. information Let's about it. Let's do that. All right. When we come back with plan. more with Dan, Tom, Lori Scherf, special guest in the studio. We'll be right back with more on 105.7 FM, The Fan. the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. You can find us on 1250 AM or 105.7 FM. We're covering all the bases here on the shoot, on the Cutting Edge Outdoors. <laughs> covering all the bases from deer hunting to ice fishing to musky fishing to whatever other, you know. I know. Hey, you oh. know you know what, Lori? Uh, just last night I'm talking to my son and, uh, you know, Saying that, well, forget about musky fishing right, tomorrow. Right. And I said, hey, let's go up to the Fox River up by Green Bay. We can catch a lot of walleyes right now. Oh, yeah. I definitely. love going up there in the fall. Definitely. Fewer boats. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's why. Definitely. And he says, I got to be back by one. I got something going on at one. Because, see, he wanted to go to our little secret lake uh-huh. that you just fish in the morning for about three or four hours and okay. you get back in time. You know, yep, it's really yep. nice. Uh, he said, I got to be back. And I said, oh, shoot. Okay. Ugh. That's all right. No big deal. Right. That's not a big deal. <laughs> Although I would have liked to have, yeah, the Fox River is really good this time of year. Actually, all the rivers are good. Oh, yeah. For absolutely. walleyes. They're we were good. up there in the spring for uh, muskies. And were you? Did you yeah, do good? They were, no, they were no. still paired up yet. Yeah. It was like the second weekend, uh, you know, after opening. Yeah. Oh, my God. Never seen such big fish in my life. They're 55-inch oh. plus fish. Oh, my God. Well, you know, those muskies come in there in the fall, too. Mm-hmm. They come in that river in the fall. Uh, one of my favorite areas for seeing them is the Stretcher River that's out from the Fort Howard Paper Company yep, there. Yep. You got that warm water discharge, a lot yep. of bait in there. And actually, and, and not just where the where that warm water discharge is, but out further in the river, you see a lot of people trolling in the river right, there. Right, right. Uh, but that, God, that's a good area. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> There's I, some monster fish in yeah, there. Yeah, that was the first time going up there and seeing those fish. I was like, it, just in amazement, just in awe at looking at that I, I raised one when we went out we went out in the into the actual bay a little bit and raised one out of my uh boo box and that thing came in we were in probably less than four feet of water and mm-hmm. you know casting up tight to the shore and well you know that's wow. that's the thing up there if you're casting now like sometimes you know I'll, I'll be casting cranks for the walleyes mm-hmm. or i'll throw spinner baits for the smallies and pike you know because right. they got some monster pike up there oh, yeah. too yeah and but you know it's so funny you you throw a lure in that le- in that river, you're not sure what you're going to get. Right. Small, I mean, we caught I mean, catfish. Yeah. I caught get, a catfish on a musky bait. Yeah. I'm like, exactly. Uh, what? You, you'll catch you. You don't know what you're going to catch there, and it's so cool because you get that hit, and 
It could be that 55-inch muskie. Right. It could right. be a 20-inch walleye or whatever. It could be a four-pound small. You don't know. Right. You don't know. It's, it's, it's just, just a good pick mix. It could be a white bass. <laughs> right. And one time up there, we caught lake trout. Oh, wow. Go figure that. They're right. Up. That was a long time ago, though, but right. we got some lake trout up there. I think I told you the story, Tom. I was up yeah. there two years ago with Horton, and we were just fishing whatever, going all over the bay, went up to Door County, went up the Peshtigo River. We decided to go out to uh, Gano's, uh, although, you know, I grew up there. We always called it Geno's, but Gano's, Geno's, Geno's whatever. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so, and it was way too early for Muskie. I mean, it was open, but it was like cold first week of June, I guess, or last end of May. And uh, the waves were rolling in, and I didn't realize when those weeds were down, you could see the rocks really close to mm-hmm. the top of the water there. And I'm like, whoa, you wouldn't want to hit that with the boat. First cast with the Medusa, 26-inch mm-hmm. walleye, T-boned wow. it. I couldn't believe it. Wow. I thought wow. I had a musky at yeah. first, right. thinking first cast, yeah. and I go, fish, and my buddy Horton couldn't believe it. Well, the the wave, the, the boat control was so difficult that the bow of the boat, I was up front, was lifting the trolling motor up out, out of, of the, the water, water and yeah. then back down. And wow. I had it on full power, and I had to sit down just to keep, and I'm trying to cast. Now, Horton, he's he's carpet bombing, yeah. and the guy in front trying to control the boat to keep getting washed. Right. I was trying to skirt around it. And then once I'd get off the trolling motor, you'd be, you'd yeah. have to, you'd be past it, and you'd have to come back. But he said, uh, careful. He goes, uh, look over your shoulder. He said, careful. You know, big, you know, don't go up on the rocks over there. And I turned around. I didn't see anything. He goes, I, I just I just saw it. It was a, there's a big rock or something. Some, so a little bit later, five minutes later or so, he goes, oh, there, there it is again. And I look and I see it for a second. And then I don't. It, it, it it's not to, a rock. It, <laughs> it, it was an was, alligator? It was like, it looked as big as an alligator. It had to be a giant muskie laying wow. up on top. And then uh, it just kind of disappeared. And he saw it once. And then I didn't know what the heck he was talking about. When I turned around, I said, I don't see anything there. But God dang it, the thing looked like it was five feet yeah. long. I don't know. Wow. Hey, Lori, have, have you ever used topwaters in the fall? Yes. I um, haven't caught anything, but we did a lot more topwater this year on Pewaukee. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a gentleman that makes, uh, J.D. Splasher makes our topwaters, uh, a couple of hand, uh, homemade mm-hmm. topwaters. And, um, but, I mean, let's say like this time of year. Yeah. You're not talking Even Jim after... Dembeck, are you? Yes, J.D. I Splasher. I need Jim to make yeah. me one of his headbangers. Oh, those things are awesome. Yeah, yeah. and I had one years ago. It didn't run right. So I think I gave yeah, it to my brother or something. Yeah, we have a flat And then later he the said, get it to me, I'll tune it. I'd already got rid of it. But one of these days, I'm going to commission him to make me one good headbanger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now he's got another one called the yeah, flat tail. Yeah, the flat tail. Um, we've got a couple of those, and then we have that headbanger. But the headbanger uh, looks like a, a loon with the polka dots black. Yeah. Oh, yeah, That's yeah. Loon pattern. That is a really cool-looking bait. But we used a little bit. We didn't have success on them. I mean, I know they're awesome baits in the fall, but... Well, I, I Jim's can't... got a ton of muskies. Oh, he has. You know, I mean, when you speak of fall, you know, a lot of guys are thinking September, October, but you know, after turnover, I don't know if I've ever thrown a topwater after turnover. No, I, I don't think I. Have well, ever years had. ago, I think I told you this, Tom. This was in an October tournament, and I can't recall turnover or not turnover, but it was one of the tournaments, and I and Steve Milliot decided not to fish together. I was fishing with Comar, I think. So my brother Tim from Oshkosh fished with Milliot, and he was onto a pattern, and he wouldn't tell me what it was. 
that go figure your best buddy right even my own brother will you know you're in one side you won't tell so <laughs> here's what the, it, oh i remember water temps were 50 degrees so it would have to have been after during or after, after. yeah, yeah. During it was 50 after. degrees yeah and his hot bite was a top water really and it was the bullfrog pattern top raider okay and then what steve does is he takes and scrapes off where that the back tail is mm -hmm. he'd scrape that off so the paint wasn't there and it would be silver flash you okay. know so he had kind of a okay. flash okay and sure enough he took my brother out and right away they got a 38 inch and then they had a uh had a mid-40s come in and they said we're gonna wait we're gonna rest it and we'll come back later and sure enough at two o'clock they went back fish is coming in they see it. My brother right away went for the net, even before you know Steve went into his figure eight. He made one turn, bang, fish hit. Fish took off, and crack, snapped the old musky master line. No, wow. really. Yeah, and Steve had a meltdown. He went. Crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. He went crazy. He was on the bottom yeah. of the boat yeah. going, "I can't blanking yeah. believe it. It broke the blanket." This was a ten thousand dollar WMT tournament. Oh. They would have won it. And my brother should have been the one crying too, but he said it was almost. He was chuckling actually yeah. afterwards. He says he says it, he went, and wow. then he then he said, "Well, I had a client fishing yesterday, and the fish went under the boat, and it must have scarred the line, yeah. scraped the yeah. line up, or yeah, whatever." And then after that, he said, "Bush, what kind of super line did you go to?" I said, "I got the spider wire stealth." He switched. He said, what, what weight do you use? I said, I have 50. Next year, he was spooled up with 100 pounds. <laughs> he, he was never going to have that happen have again. That yeah, happen really. Again. Well, we got to go to the last break of the day. Lori Scherf is in the studio with us. Oh, CWD, I haven't got to you any of my topics When we here. come back, you're going to get to CWD. You're not going to start waving at me because no, they're saying no, there's 30 no, seconds no, left no. or something. No, huh, Greg? I'll, I'll, you know I'll, what I'm I'll, talking about? Well, Greg, okay. will, Greg, Greg will, will give us, me the signal. He'll give you the signal, okay. the two-minute signal. Yeah. Okay, folks. Nice and calm-like. We're going to go it's to the last break of the day. Yeah, here on the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Yeah, and now welcome back, it. folks. And Bushy Waiting has got to, to talk about what am I? He wants to talk Chronic about CWD, chronic wasting disease here in Wisconsin. Bushy, what do you got? Uh, well, last week we talked about how the DNR has shifted their stance on uh, see no look, yeah, see no evil, hear no evil. Look, not just look the other way. And now they are offering <laughs> testing all over the place and encouraging you to get it tested. Um, so the sport shop that I register up in Sparta is called Schnitzler's. Schnitzler's. I remember, Tom, because I'd get their orange pens all the time and say Schnitzler's on the side. Otherwise, I could never remember that name. It's a fun word to say. Anyway, Schnitzler's. Okay, give me another shot of Schnitzler there. <laughs> so anyway, um, I went up there because it said they were going to be a testing station. So I talked to uh, Tom Schnitzler there, and uh, he, uh, he said that... Uh, not really his name. I don't know. It's just the guy who works there. He said that uh, they are collecting the heads. Yeah. Yeah. And you can either cut the head off yourself. Or they can do it. Or they can, you know, they can cut it off. And then they got like a collection. And then they called the biologist 
or he checks with them periodically when there's so many heads. And I said, well, what's the turnaround on this? And he said, uh, they're shooting for like nine days. They're really oh. shooting for a fast turnaround mm-hmm. on you getting the results for it. Uh, and remember, we talked about the kiosks. They got, yeah. you know, your little drop-off mm-hmm. ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And evidently, now the information they're going to need, they're going to need your uh, DNR customer number, the tag number. So you got to call in and, or go online and register it, which, Tom, you'd never go online. You'd call it in, of course, you know. I wouldn't even register a damn thing. Who's well, going to know? That's the problem. No, I'm joking. Yeah. I'm joking to the DNR. And the, you're going to have to know, you know, where where and when you harvested it. So a little bit of information there, basically. And uh, I, I, the only thing you didn't tell me is, oh, you got to leave a contact phone number. So I wonder if you get a recording from the DNR that says, welcome. Thank you for the call. This is the Wisconsin DNR. The deer you, you shot in Monroe County. Tested yeah. negative for CWD. Yeah. You know, like one of those computer. Very herky-jerky. Right. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or, or tested positive. I, I don't know how they notify you or if they send you a little, you know, postcard in the, in the mail. Hmm. Merry Christmas and your deer has CWD. Don't eat it. Don't eat it. <laughs> but I already butchered it. Thank it's you. in the freezer. Wisconsin you know. DNR. Right. Yeah, see, you. that's the problem. You, you butcher it, right? You got it all wrapped up. It's in the freezer, and then they call you and say, "Ah, this has got CWD." Do you still get a free tag if it is? If, if oh, that's know. a good, that's a good. Paul Smith wrote an article about it a year ago. Oh, he had one in I Richland wonder. County, a buck test positive. Test positive, and then the I thought you got another tag. But I think the pain part is disposing of it. You know, right? Waste yeah. management doesn't take biohazard. you know dead carcasses yeah. in there. You have to burn it or something. What is know. it? I, I remember something that you got to like. Somehow, because if, if if you just go bury it in the backyard, basically, from what I understand, it's a, a prion and, and it can live in a, and it can right. live in the soil, yeah. right? Going back, and it's like nothing can kill it, basically. When you cut off a head of a deer, is that hard? I've I personally have never cut the head off of a deer. Just a saw. We use a we have a, a meat saw well, that we use. Yeah. Well, this is what I'd recommend for the DNR at Schnitzer's. They get a guillotine. Schnitzlers. A guillotine. Snit, snitchlers. Yeah. Schnitzlers with an get L. Get a guillotine. Maybe it is you know how fast it would be? <laughs> Done. Or Sawzall. You know. yeah. Well, a guillotine would be cool. Yeah. yeah. It's all <laughs> fun till someone loses a hand. Or oh, a finger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. There's one guy. Somebody They're busy gets... talking about his deer. Yeah. He puts his foot up on yeah. there, turns, looks the other yeah. way. Yeah. Or gets... Someone gets, hits the thing, yeah. whack. Yep. Get some blood Looks in the down. eye, you know. He's yeah. got half a foot. He's got half a deer's foot. Head <laughs> by, his deer's head by his toes. You know, maybe one of our callers can call us and tell us. Uh, or if we had one of the wardens in, I keep asking it's, my, it's my not son's that hard brother-in-law. Time. You can cut it off with yeah, a knife. I know. My dad but I'm saying, I wish... put them on. My dad would take the deer heads and put them in the backyard and put yeah. them in a tree. Right and yep. point it yep. at the window. But I mean, I wish, I wish, uh, <laughs> uh, like a DNR guy, like this uh, Blaine, would would be in here, or somebody would call us and say, "How do you dispose of a deer if it's got CWD? Well, What's what? the proper way of disposing?" Right. It? Isn't it about time we got our buddy Matt Groppy in I here? I know Matt or or Blaine, either one, both wardens, both should know. I don't know. I don't know. He might I, be I, busy. I keep telling this Blaine every time I see Blaine, I say, "Blaine, you got to come into the show." He says, "Well, he just had another. They had another baby." So they got a little one at home. Oh, and by the way, he saved his baby's life. Wow. The, after it was born, they got it home from the hospital. It was like a week later. All of a sudden, he realized the baby isn't breathing. Uh-oh. And he saved the baby's life, gave it mouth-to-mouth wow. CPR and all that, got it to the hospital. Now it's okay. Wow. But yeah, it, was, it, it has a, sometimes low oxygen levels or whatever. But 
That, yeah. But anyway, that's but, what they used to call the SIDS and yeah. babies. Yeah. If they're yeah. in the crib yeah. overnight, yeah. you yeah. could find them the next morning, yeah. and yeah. all yeah. of a sudden they're gone. Yeah. That's why you got to have a baby monitor, yeah. right, Greg? Yes. Yeah. Uh, not yet. January. January, oh. it's coming. January. But they have a thing now oh. where you have the baby monitor, but you also have uh, technology nowadays where you can put a special like sock on the baby, and it monitors their their heart rate yeah. and their breathing patterns. Yeah. Just. Specifically for for SIDS. something like yeah. that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, but to go back to your uh, disposal yeah. of oh. deer with chronic wasting disease, oh, Greg's on. You need he's on Google. You need a CEO they need to, committee. So they can be burned at eighteen hundred degrees Fahrenheit. Oh yeah. So you got to take your old thermometer. You stick go it take, in the fire. You go take your forest fire thermometer, which here, I, I, got, I, I got one right here in my toolbox here, right yeah. next to the tire pressure gauge. Yeah. Yeah. How do you know it's so up they to said, 1,800? They said that's the best way to do it. Okay. Uh, if you can't burn the body or take it to somewhere that can have it burned, you're supposed to take it to a landfill site that accepts deer waste. Okay. And they said that can be accomplished by either taking it directly to the landfill or through the regular trash pickup service. Really? Which what? I think I don't think that's very sanitary. You just throw it in a garbage don't can. Don't look in my garbage cans. Uh, it's gonna get. It's gonna go to I waste management. One of those they, big mounds. Yeah. They also yeah. say you the can. Road. They also say you can bury it if you bury it deep enough. So it cannot, how deep is deep enough? They so, don't say. So there's there's old Tom in the backyard with his bobcat. This is Wisconsin DNR site. This is the Wisconsin DNR site. Got a cat I want to throw in there while you're at it. We're just burying a body. This is this is the official DNR site, and they say just bury it deep enough. Deep enough. But they don't tell you how deep. So deep enough to prevent scavengers from digging it back up. Okay, so you figure about at least four feet. So you give the neighborhood kids some money and give them a job and. Few shovels. You're doing good uh, for the neighborhood. It's Halloween, you know. As a last resort, you can <laughs> leave it on your own land, close to where the deer harvested, where you shot it. Huh? Huh? So, yep. so finally, it. as a last resort, and only on their own land, hunters can put their deer carcass waste back on the landscape. This should be done as close to where the deer was harvested as possible, oh, and oh. within the CWD affected area or an adjacent count. Oh, uh, yeah. What? Oh, yeah, because that's where it would have died anyway. Jason County. So might as well just leave it there. You just hasten the process by shooting sense. it. And then a the coyote comes and drags it away. Yeah. Persons using this option sense. should also, if possible, if possible, put the carcass waste in a location where other deer and scavengers are unlikely Ooh, to point. encounter it. Oh. Unlikely to and no head should it. at no time should the head, spine, or other restricted portions of deer harvested within a CWD affected county be moved or disposed of outside of of the CWD affected area or adjacent county. How about Boy. putting it up in a tree? <laughs> no other deer can get at it. Right. That, that right. But they do remind you, don't just leave it on the side of the road. Yeah, don't do that. Makes me want to go shoot a CWD infected deer, I tell you. Doesn't oh. it seem like a lot of hoops to jump through? Yes. Yeah, it's weird. Hey, weird. shark tank idea. Maybe I'll start yeah, my own deer incinerating <laughs> service. Yeah, what do yeah. you think? You know, What's like, it take, Tom? Huh? To get an incinerator. I don't know. Where we can burn we them. We can look into that, yeah. Yeah. Statewide incinerator. Well, you got to do kind a, kind of, I mean, you got to get something that's hot enough. You probably got to go to an old morgue or something. Yeah. You know, like those uh, uh, cremation. They're not using Crematoriums. They're yeah. not using it anyway. Then it's we can get you a cremation urn for your deer. I wonder if they could do it at a crematorium. Cremori- crematorium. <laughs> Spit it out, Tom. <laughs> But they're going to charge you a lot of money for that if you uh-huh. take it there. Yeah. I, I vote for the burying it. Yep. Yeah. Dig a big, big, deep hole. Well, according to 
the Wisconsin DNR website. You can just throw it in your trash can and you'll be fine. I that's why I got a really big garbage. I bag. don't think so. I don't think that's. I don't think. And you can't right. tell by looking at them, Lori. I did ask the biologist. I know, you can't. They can have that for a long time. You can right. have a perfectly healthy looking. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Well, listen. I gotta want to thank Lori Scherf for coming in today. Thank you for having me again. Yeah. yeah thanks for coming. Uh, we'll be talking to you again this winter. Absolutely. Okay. And we'll find out how you did this year. Yeah. Yeah, this will be good. Hopefully, and, there'll and, be some meat in the freezer. And maybe, uh, do they sell your boo bucks over at Smokey's yet? Not I yet. I told you to go over I know, there and I talk know, to I, Ron. I know, I know. Ron's <laughs> like, get over here. I did donate yeah. some for the uh, three Charlies. Yeah, so there was did. a couple It's hard there. to catch Ron in between vacations, yeah. though. I don't know. Well, I know. Thanks, Lori, for all coming right, in. Appreciate all right. it. Thank you. That's all I got. That's all I got. That's all I got. To all the listeners, hey, thanks for listening. And God bless and stay free, everyone. You've been listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. Get up there, buy some stuff for hunting. We'll talk to you all next week, my friends. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.